Hi, and welcome to the Confessions of a Homeschooler podcast. I am your host, Erica Arndt. In these podcasts, I'll be sharing all of my favorite homeschooling, organizational, and parenting tips, and answering your questions as well. Hi, and welcome back to episode two. My name is Erica. Today, we are going to be talking about COVID-19, school closures, homeschooling, working from home, and all of those things that we have been hearing about in our media nonstop. So I'm going to just hopefully be sharing some of my favorite tips with you guys on how to keep your households kind of running, how to get through the day with your kids, and I know a lot of you guys are also working from home at the same time. So if you're new to my website or to this podcast, I actually do work from home and homeschool our kids. So I've been doing this for quite a few years and it's definitely a balancing act and we are getting pretty good about it now. But at the beginning, it was definitely rough and definitely something that we had to work at to find the balance. So one of my top tips right now to just making through this time is to realize that you are not alone. I recently did a poll on my Instagram and 99% of the people said they were experiencing the exact same thing. And I think that we've got overrun grocery stores. We've got a little bit of stress, extra stress in our days. We've got store closures, school closures. As of today, our area is on mandatory shelter in place orders. So we are only allowed to leave our house um, for vital things. We can go outside and get exercise. We can go to the grocery store, medical appointments and work if you have to, if you're essential. Um, But otherwise we are encouraged to stay home and that can be kind of a really isolating feeling. However, I think it's important to stay connected via social media. We have a ton of online resources and just realize we're all in this together. So even though we're staying at home and we may feel alone, we're not actually alone. We're doing this with everyone. Um, My next tip is to stay in contact. Stay in contact with friends, neighbors, family. Um, If you can, do FaceTime. You can call on the phone. Uh, Anything like that where you can just still feel like you're having contact with your friends. For your neighborhood, you could definitely sign up for your neighborhood Facebook group or Nextdoor app. Um, And that way, families are connecting with each other online. They're sharing advice, tips, and just helping each other stay encouraged during this time. If you have kiddos who are doing school from home for the very first time, I definitely recommend that you connect with your school district. A lot of the school districts are working hard to make this situation manageable for its families. I know we just got an email saying they're going to be sending out information on how they can do online schooling. They're doing Google Classroom and all of those kinds of things to try and uh, make it a little bit easier for families. Now, we do homeschool, but our kids go to a once a week options program, and that is through our local school district. And so, They've got a couple classes that they're going to also be having to do online as well. My next thing is to create kind of a basic daily routine. I know that when you get thrown into a situation like this that you're not expecting, it can be really kind of just jarring. You're used to getting up. Everybody gets ready. The kids might go to school. You might go to work. Um, But really right now, you're all having to stay at home and try and have some sense of normalcy in your family. So if possible, I suggest following a somewhat similar but laid back version of the routine that you are already on. So for example, you might still get up, get ready, eat breakfast, have your kids get ready. I know that we have a rule in our homeschool that we all get up, take showers, get dressed um, every single day, even though we are homeschoolers. We don't just lounge around in our pajamas all day long like some people think. 
if it's actively snowing, we have pajama days. Um, but otherwise, we pretty much get up and get ready. And I just think overall that just helps get us motivated. And then we eat breakfast and we go ahead and just start school. We do our harder subjects in the morning. Then we take a lunch break and then finish up any more fun activities in the afternoon like science experiments, art projects, and other group activities. Um, if you are doing this for the first time at home, you may have to adjust your schedule so that it fits in with your work from home schedule. That might mean if your office needs you to be available and online in the mornings, maybe you do school with your kids in the afternoon or vice versa, or maybe you do short, short breaks of work, short breaks of school. Uh, you might just have to be kind of flexible and work your schedule so that it can fit with whatever your family needs are. One thing about homeschooling is you don't have to bring the actual classroom schedule directly into your home. You don't have to have kids sitting at a desk and working from nine to two or whatever they're normally doing. You can kind of be a little more flexible in that and work it so that it fits your family needs best. If your kids are comfortable doing school on the couch and they're getting their work done, hey, go for it. If you have a nice dining room area where you can all kind of sit together, everybody can kind of spread out and get work done, then do that. Whatever's going to work for your family right now, I think is probably the best thing but I do like to stick to some sort of an overall routine so that we can make sure we're all motivated, getting our things done, and just keeping things consistent. Plus, during times like this where things are really kind of uncertain, familiarity and keeping things sort of normal is actually a great way to help people feel more comfortable and more motivated to get things done. Uh, my next suggestion, if you have the space and if this is going to be a more long-term thing for you, you may want to set up an official school area. Um, this is just maybe a special spot where everyone can work on their school assignments. It can be really helpful in motivating um, kids to get their work done because it's almost like they're going to school. It just might happen to be in the dining room or in the kitchen. Um, when we first started, we did school in the kitchen. We quickly learned that we had to clean everything up so we could eat meals, so that wasn't working very well. So we eventually decided to set up a school area in our dining room where we had desk space for everyone. We all sat around our large table. We didn't have to worry about cleaning everything up three times a day for meals. And obviously, since we've been homeschooling for 12 years, we've since created an official school room that we work in every day. And I find it kind of helpful. We all get up, get ready, go to our school room, do our work, and then we kind of leave that area and then we can go and do whatever we want in other areas of the house the rest of the day. The other tip that we have recently instituted, and I was thinking maybe this could help some of you guys out as well, it's actually my husband's idea, is that we started doing what we call daily wrap-up meetings with our kids. And so I meet with each one of them. They each have a little time slot. We have a whiteboard, and they pick a time slot. And I sit down with them one-on-one, -on -one, and we discuss any questions they may have had, check to make sure everything was completed. I go over and grade all of their work right there one-on-one -on -one with them. That way I can kind of have direct feedback on anything that they might need help with or explain anything that might need further explanation. And it's also kind of helped me just stay on top of their workload so I'm not overwhelmed at the end of the day with a ton of things to grade. With four kids, they're each doing, you know, anywhere from eight to ten subjects per day. And so having that huge pile on the end of my desk every day is kind of overwhelming. But going over with them one-on-one -on -one and just checking everything together really has helped give us a sense of we're wrapping up our homeschool day. You're now free to go do whatever you want. I feel free to go do my thing. And it just kind of is a nice little end to our day. And then it can also help with them knowing what they need to be doing tomorrow. We always talk about, do you what's your homework? Do you have reading assignments? Okay, maybe you need to be studying for this test tomorrow and things like that. So I think that daily wrap-up meeting has been really beneficial to us. And especially if you're homeschooling right now 
and you haven't ever homeschooled before, that might help you out as well. You can just sit down with your kids and make sure they've gone through all of their things. So let's talk about household duties just for a minute here. We typically work as a team. So, and we've done this for years. Um, I certainly couldn't do everything on my own. We've got four kids, two adults, we've got a couple animals, and so that can be really overwhelming for one person to take care of. So once school is over, we all share responsibility. Everyone cleans up their own area. And then when they all help with whatever chores are needed to help keep our function, um, home functioning. So that might be doing the laundry or emptying a dishwasher or helping prepare dinner. Uh, we also take turns helping to prepare lunches and just anything like that where we're all kind of cooperating together to keep our household running. Not only does it help me out, um, but it also gives a, our kids a sense of ownership in our own home. If they're cleaning up an area, they're definitely definitely not quite as likely to um, mess up that area later. They like to take pride in their work. And then it kind of also creates a little bit of quality bonding time for the family. If we're all cleaning together and working together, that bonds us together. And it also frees us up faster to be able to go do fun things that we enjoy. My next tip is to just give a little grace to everyone during this time. It can be really uncertain and unsettling for everyone. And so just showing a little grace towards each other can go a long ways towards making your kids feel more comfortable and secure. If you are switching to an online homeschool because of school closures, it can be a really kind of weird and uncertain transition. So sticking to that routine like I talked about earlier, but also allowing your kids a little bit of wiggle room can really help keep the peace. I mentioned that if they want to do school on the couch and they're getting their work done, let them go for it. Just whatever you can to try and make this time a little bit more um, comforting for them. The other thing I know a lot of people probably think is that as homeschoolers, we are stuck at home 24 hours a day. We're used to quarantine life, but that's not really what it's like. We are feeling the effects of it as well. We're used to getting all of our academic work done during the day as we homeschool, but then after we homeschool, my kids are out playing with neighbor kids. They have sports, extracurricular activities, play with friends. All of those kinds of things happen for us too, and so we are also feeling that kind of um, restriction. We're having to play together and do things together, and I think we can actually use this time for the positive. Play family games. Do family movie nights. You know, Do things together as a family. Get out of the house if you can. Take a walk. Get a little fresh air, exercise, but just try and give a little bit of grace towards everyone because everyone handles stress a little bit differently. And so I think the more comforting and calming we can be as parents, the better it will go as you're trying to adjust to working from home and homeschooling. Uh, the other thing you can do right now is teach your kids to be community-minded. It's a great time to think about others. Come together as a family and discuss ways you can help your neighbors, your friends, your family. That might mean social distancing even just to help keep risk groups safe and slow the spread of the virus. But you can also do things to help out hospital workers, grocery store employees, or others who are working really hard to keep our community supported right now. I did just recently put up a mask tutorial. I know a lot of places in our immediate area and across the country are asking for handmade um, sewn masks that medical professionals can wear over their regular masks to help make them last longer. So if you can do something like that, that would be a great way to donate. Uh, you you can also check out your Facebook or Nextdoor. 
to see if anyone in your area is need. Is there, um, you have elderly people in your area. Do they need help getting groceries or medication delivered to their home? Uh, there's definitely ways you can discuss as a family how you can help your community during this time. And that might also help your kiddos understand why maybe they can't do a play date right now or go to that event that they had been looking forward to. Um, and it can just help give them a more global outlook. All right, let's talk a little bit about spending time together since I briefly touched on that. Normally with the hustle and bustle of families, we're all going in different directions and this right now is a rare opportunity. We're all hungered down in our homes. Everybody has to stay home. We can't do play dates. So we can keep our mind on the positive and actually make it more fun. We can take advantage of baking together, doing movie night, board games. We can play video games as a group. Like Wii Sports is great for getting exercise when you can't get outside reading books together, taking family walks, take bike rides, do workout videos together, do art projects, Play-Doh, painting, drawing, all those fun things. You can also craft together or even learn a new craft if you don't know how. We, of course, do sewing, crochet, knitting. My daughter recently got a punch needle kit, so she is learning how to do that. Take advantage of all the internet capabilities, YouTube videos, all those things that you can learn to do something new during this time. And then also, we do have free time. We are allowing our kids some screen time. They probably look forward to that the most because that's when they can play with their friends, video games, and things like that. And it just helps them stay connected connected and feel like they're not quite so isolated. And then lastly, I just want to encourage you to come together as a family and pray. Obviously, the COVID-19 pandemic has definitely caused disruption in our daily lives, and along with that can come anxiety and fear. But the good news is that God is sovereign and his word is full of encouragement for us as we live our lives. I'm going to share a couple verses that have been encouragement to me, and hopefully they will be an encouragement to you. The first one is John 14, 27, and it says, I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart, and the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give, so do not be troubled or afraid. The next verse is Philippians 4, 6 through 7, and it says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So that is going to be it for today's episode. As always, if you have any comments, questions, or ideas for future episodes, please feel free to email me at podcast at confessionsofahomeschooler.com. You can also stop by my website at www.confessionsofahomeschooler.com for more information. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast, and I will see you next time. 